So we stand in front of Dollar Tree and basically he's just... Such as this, this thing here. Alright, I'm excited to have a guest. R2D Live Talk, Detroit's number one YouTube talk show. We are live for a midweek R2D Live Talk. Looking forward to connecting, finding out what's on your radar. And um, yeah, just more of the same, nothing new. Uh, really have a, a lot of interesting thoughts I want to start sharing in reference to how um, too much attention has been paid, too much attention is being focused on the symptoms rather than dealing with the underlying problem. And of course, I'll dive into the more of that as we get uh, into it. But um, is that on my end, always trying to find new ways to reach more people just to let them know what time we're in and trying to put the piece of the puzzle together. And of course, filter through the noise. That's why we're here. So anyway, I want to welcome any first time viewers. Welcome to the community. Uh, let me know where you're watching from uh, via the chat. And within the phone lines, open up the number to call and let your voice be heard is 313-462-0072. And uh, of course, that information will be on the screen when it's time to talk. But before I dive in any further, uh, as always, let's get a quick shout out to whoever's in the chat. Make sure you click the bell notification if you want to be notified. Hopefully the algorithms let you know. And then also click that uh, subscribe button if you're new. Make sure you are plugged in with the community. And also I wanted to give a shout out to a member of the community that uh, sent to me a detailed explanation to a question that was put out last week by mm -hmm. Keenan from ATL. Uh, Rochelle, I appreciate you for sending that video I linked it to the community page as well as put it in the uh, Telegram so people get a chance to just get some insights from another voice uh, to, as to someone who's plugged in, of course. And so that's uh, it's always valuable to connect with like-minded individuals. So if you are out there, you have insights, you have thoughts you want to share, you know, definitely connect with me. And I would definitely love to pass it on to the community so people can be educated and stay up to, stay up to date. So, all right, let's jump right in. Um, as always, let me uh, take a minute to acknowledge a couple people, then I'll jump in to talk more about um, the purchasing power erosion uh, disguised as a increasing consumer price index number that at this current moment uh, is just a figure on a screen because at the end of the day, it's about how much you have to spend when it comes time to getting the things you need. Uh, and so just I think it's worthwhile to continue to tell people that if you look at it from a more long-term viewpoint, you know, prices and when it comes to the real world items we need, there's a finite amount of them, but yet the amount of paper needed to acquire one of those instruments, whether it's diapers, formula, food, water, gold, silver, anything real and tangible, uh, it's going to fluctuate just because of currency. <laughs> the currency has been eroded. It's been debased. It's been completely uh, destroyed. Therefore, uh, they measure it in a very distorted way. That's that's academia trying to make things fit their narrative of the CPI just rolled up. We're looking at the Bureau label statistic. They're talking about CPI numbers up 1.2% from the prior or whatever. I'm thinking like, huh? You know, energy, gas, food. Come on now. Anyway, but, you, but everyone's here plugged in. You guys know. But anyway, um, yeah, let me check in real quick. Then I'll just a couple people, then we'll jump into a couple headlines. But I uh, just want to continue to highlight and piggyback on what I've been talking about for quite some time now. And that's the whole concept of rethinking or thinking beyond the dollar structure and uh, bracing for what's coming next amongst all this chaos. But anyway, uh, we got Ed checking in, Dude Boy, Colony. We got uh, see some questions put out there. 
Uh, Colony says, uh, will people finally admit crypto has been a positive scheme right from its inception or will most people that have invested into it uh, deflect blame elsewhere? Uh, great question. Great thought. It's going to be a little bit of both and probably even more than that, just because uh, I've come to the conclusion that regardless of uh, the, the information shared to get people to begin thinking for themselves, most people have already started from a very biased and um, uh, distorted uh, paradigm. And so it's no, it's no waking up majority of people. It's only a matter of just reconfirming and encouraging those that are awake and aware to uh, take action in for some form or fashion. And so good thought there. We got Jonathan checking in James, Rick, the uh, Witcher works. We got zipper fixer divide and conquer hundred uh, percent. What else we got here? ISP incorporated. Appreciate you, man. Uh, we got uh, silver beast. Uh, Cleo is here. Best believe it is here. Tony B is in the building. Um, okay. Carl Lake. Appreciate you guys. All right, man. So let's jump right in. Um, I, I want to start off by talking about something that I've, I, I, you know, I love visual ways. I love graphics and I make sure that I continue to remind people who might be new, for example, that uh, well before now, you know, well before this current administration was even put into place uh, when, when, when the, when the Biden administration was put forth, what was put forth as the best option for running this country. I knew that this would be the last administration under this current paradigm. Uh, basically led by the central banking, bankster, cabal, all of the people I love talking about, just because the Federal Reserve note in of itself has run its course. As I've always said before, there's no financial future in a Federal Reserve note. And we're witnessing that right now with these numbers just being thrown away. But all it boils down to is that how much can you purchase? How much stuff can you purchase when you need it? whether it's due to supply chain issues, bottleneck issues, deliberate withholding from manufacturers because they can't get price discovery, you name it. It all equates to being able to acquire what you need when you need it today and in the future. And what we use to measure that is what the primary weapon against humanity is. And it's being transitioned into something different. I'm going to go into that more. But as I always said before, this current administration is the last one of its kind because after that, uh, what else do we have? Something different. But uh, it looks like his top priority, his top domestic priority is to fight inflation. And once again, sounds good in theory. Majority of people who are still asleep believe that and think that there's something that he can do. But then again, you have people that actually think that the currency base has nothing to do with it, or they take very little consideration in that. But then again, people around the world happen to notice that. And so here's another little interesting article, if I can pull it up on my screen here. Russia's med, med, yeah, I'm going to leave that to yourself. Lash out at U.S. aid to Ukraine. So we have some Russian people who are not too happy with the continuous expansion of the monetary base, when it, especially it, it being funneled right now to Ukraine and to line the pockets of a lot of interesting people and characters, I'm sure. But says former Russian president accused the United States on Wednesday at a proxy war against Russia after the House of Representatives approved $40 billion aid package. So not only did that lend, lend and lease legislation go through, which provides unlimited weaponry, they also continue to send funds. So they're sending everything to Ukraine. At the same time, we had the alleged First Lady and Trudeau from Canada both over the weekend making surprise visits to Ukraine. And I'm thinking like, if Ukraine is such a war zone, 
who who goes do you know photo ops in a war zone? How's the Zelensky the president over there doing photo ops and creating you know Ukraine NFTs and something like wow like the fact that they're lying to us right to our face disguising it as a military conflict in that region just goes to show how bad things really are and most people unfortunately are paying any attention to it but uh you know you guys are plugged in of course uh so Ryan James says money laundering 40 billion of our tax dollars right and at this current moment, uh, you know, I, I think we're at the point now where we can say that it's not actually tax dollars just because the currency that they're going to send there, uh, it, it's it's literally just keystrokes on a computer board that gets transferred through a ledger, through the banking system, banking system, through the SWIFT infrastructure right into, you know, some banks in that region. And it happens to be labeled as and denominated as Federal Reserve notes, a.k.a. dollars. But it's just blips on a digital screen at the end of the day. Cause I don't think they're selling. I don't think they're sending pallets of hard, co- hard, cold cash there. But then again, they probably could because it'd be easier to take the cash and stash it in different areas, as well as line the pockets of a lot of the politicians. So yeah, it's, 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 it's a tricky situation there, but it's $40 billion that will never ever be repaid no matter how they, how it comes into existence. But Anyway, let's keep moving. Let me get to some couple articles here, and I want to rant last, open the phone lines. But uh, primary story today, uh, you can't help but talk about stuff like this just because, you know, I want to spend it on the other side. Inflation barreled ahead at 8.3% in April from a year ago. Remains nearly 40 years, remaining near 40-year highs. 40-year highs. Core CPI, which excludes food and energy, also was higher than expected, rising 6.2. Shelter costs, which comprise about one-third of the CPI, rose at a faster pace since 1991, yada, yada, yada. Once again, bogus numbers. Everyone's feeling something a lot higher than what the numbers they're going to give us. But then again, it's not a matter of the actual items themselves going up. It's the amount of lack of purchasing power when it comes time to get the things you need. So here is a interesting, uh, some interesting figures here. April inflation cools to 8.3 year over year, but food up 9.4%, gasoline up 43.6%, shelter up only 5.1%. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Everything else, uh, home prices, depending on what area you're in, is also up. But then again, in some areas, the less liked ones are trending down with the repricing of homes. But it says here the strange way that the BLS measures shelter shows that housing only grew at 5.1%. So, Basically, distorted met- metrics, you know, taking the calculator. So the government, say, for example, have the calculators at the, how they try to punch up. They crunch all these numbers and it makes it easy when you can take a calculator, put the numbers in in accordance to what you want the outcome to be. And then you can backtrack and then list those numbers saying that, you know, housing is only up, as they said here, five over, you know, five percent of year over year. I'm thinking like, what housing are you looking at? So basically, when you can distort the information and spew it out on the other end, as fact, that is the primary definition of misinformation and distortion, in my opinion. But yeah, who am I? Anyway, so visual aids here that's worthwhile. Inflation, CPI year over year. We got uh, 8.2 here. We got Zillow rent year over year is up 16.8%. Housing. Uh, national is up 19.8%. So everything is still trending upwards while they're trying to make it seem like everything else is going well. While weekly earnings is trending low. It's negative right now. So you take the inflation adjusted 
average average weekly wages and it's negative, meaning that people not only are their current not only is their currency not purchasing as much, but the, the time they're spending on the job to earn that currency is also uh, they're, they're, they're losing their time as well. They're losing time as well because the currency reflects your time for the most part. And so you're losing time and you're losing ability to purchase real goods and real items. Double whammy. Anyway, keep it moving. What else we got here? Uh, I got a couple more things here. Just to talk about some things. And here's how much grocery prices soared in April. Grocery prices soared, but yet it's not a part of that basket. So it doesn't really count, I guess. But it says here, inflation drives up grocery costs. Eggs up 55%. Chicken up 18.4. Milk 16.4. Ground chucks 15. Oranges 14. And the like. So despite the numbers they give us, what it costs you when you go is a different story. Okay, keep it moving. But on top of that, I guess to fight it, to help fight it, as they like to say they like to do, is they're talking about larger Fed rate hikes are likely on the table at next Fed meeting following April CPI, Jeffries says. So <sighs> tightening into a depression is never a good idea. And so it looks like which suggests that the probability of a wage price spiral is rising and now puts a 75 basis point rate hike on the table. So basically, there, there's just forerunning and front running the markets with this Fed speech, basically saying, telling us what they're going to do so the markets can prepare for it. And so that right there would probably lead to understanding why the markets are trending down a little bit now, while gold and silver happen to be in the green as if it mattered. It doesn't really matter because ultimately the ultimate form of stability happens to be in something that you can actually acquire and hold. So right now we're in the green. It's all good, but no matter what, the spot price is irrelevant moving forward because you can't get it. You can't get it for that price if you try, even if you got the connect. But keep it moving. Uh, I think this is something that I, I wanted to piggyback on for the video I did earlier. If you did get a chance to see it, I encourage you to lay it out, you know, more details as to what's going on. But I just came across this way of presenting the crypto market. And I thought this was entertaining because it's actually in real time and it moves. But, uh, man, just look at those bubbles, man. I think about most of those projects on this screen serve no real use case and do not need to exist. So what better way to filter through the fluff other than to allow these things to prove their worth? How much are these things really worth? We're going to find out because most of them are clones or copies or forks of other projects that really are just designed to benefit the developer. So think about this. The people who have benefited most to this day on all these type of projects happen to be the developers and the initial adopters, the people who the, 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 the venture capitalist group that were able to get in ahead of time and uh, invest in the seed round or the fundraising side of things. And they got large stashes of these coins to help fund the development of these projects. But then again, some delivered, some deli some didn't deliver on, a, on their promises and voila, it's going to be a great shakeout. But then again, as I always said, majority of ones on here that are of value need to succeed in order for the federal reserve and other central banks to actually sell the idea of people, uh, so most people wanting to go towards a digital route, i.e. when a CBDC time. And then also it'll be much harder to pull off a great reset if people don't trust digital and realize that the digital was a trap anyway, and that they 
they started to protest and say, we want physical. We want physical cash. We want gold and silver. They can't have that. But they can entice people with the idea of profiting off of this by letting things, uh, you know, increase in value until it's time to pull the plug. So anyway, keep it moving. Uh, I think the biggest concern for some might be the Bitcoin. I saw some people talk about Bitcoin out there, but Bitcoin falls back under 30K. Uh, while 8.3 U.S. CPI shows signs inflation has peaked. So whether it's peak, whether it's not, it doesn't matter. Uh, the economy is contracting because they're removing liquidity. At the same time, they're funneling funny money out the back door to special interest groups, uh, i.e. in Ukraine. But uh, one thing I find to be interesting is that Bitcoin, well before the 2017 uh, correction, was asymmetrical to the equities market, but now it runs in parallel with it. And we haven't even seen the worst carnage in the financial markets. So therefore we haven't seen the worst yet in the crypto space because they're interconnected. The only thing that's not connected with the metal or the crypto and the stock and the bonds directly happens to be real world items, commodities. And it's particular, the ones that are, have been used as gold and silver forever. Those are the ones that, regardless of the spot price, they can't manipulate the actual physical supply itself. And that's one thing that I think people will find out sooner than later. So anyway, let's keep it moving. What else I got for you? Here is another headline just showing you how uh, when it comes down to it, gold gains. As hot U.S. inflation report feeds a Fed tightening path. So, yeah, it is what it is, people. It is what it is. And then here is something that this is all is set up for. The Fed issued digital dollar. The more destruction, the more chaos in the markets, the more distractions to keep us looking here, there, everywhere, the more time it buys them to be able to work out the kinks. If it's already not, if it's not already done, which I believe it's already done, they already got everything ready to roll out. They just need that final nail in the Federal Reserve note coffin to make this the most obvious solution for the world's problems. And so I just thought this was interesting. I talked about this in the video I did earlier today. So check it out if you're interested. But anyway, enough of me ranting. Let's talk. Uh, give me a call. Uh, phone lines are available. Let me make sure they're on. And uh, we can have a little back and forth. Share with, me, share with me what you're keeping your eyes on and vice versa. And uh, let's walk each other through this. But once again, whatever we talk about right now, we're going to be talking about the symptoms. We're not going to be touching on. We're not going to be touching on the underlying problems, because the, talking about the underlying problems requires action and requires um, accountability for every single person who then knows what the underlying problem is. If you're interested in knowing what the underlying problem is, feel free to ask me, and I'll tell you. But anyway, <laughs> all right. Let me check here real quick. Um, let me see here. So yeah. Also, feel free to throw out some ideas, thoughts, suggestions in the chat. And uh, we can just I'll try to address them as I can. I saw comments yesterday, people saying I was ignoring them. Believe me, I, it's hard to pick answer the phone and do all that. So I'm not ignoring anybody. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Hey, Mike. It's Chapo from Philly. How are you? Chapo, doing good, man. What's on your mind? Uh, not much. So I think we're, uh, I think cryptocurrency is a little bit of an old term. Okay. Um, I think digital assets is more more appropriate, right? And now, now bear with me here, okay? Yeah. So, a for example, XRP will be the digital representation 
of mm-hmm. one ounce of gold. The di- the di- of one ounce of gold. Okay. Okay. Now, that that doesn't really mean that they, they own that. Like like it, I don't really see the association with them owning the like they don't have access to that gold. I guess right or how would that work? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But my thinking is the central banks are going to go into a. Uh, uh, liquidity crisis, right? Okay. Um, it's going to switch over because of Basel three re- regulations and stuff like that. They're going to have to have a certain amount of uh, reserve gold in, in the reserves, correct? Uh-huh. Now, my thinking is they can only the only way they can do that is by buying the XRP token, right? Right. Now, so that would be so that would be the only way that they can save themselves from failing. If they don't buy, if they don't have a certain reserve gold in, in the in the reserves, they're going to fail. Now. So to me, it seems like, does that make any sense or no? I'm trying to like speak this out loud in my head. Yeah, um, I'm hearing you, but I'm still trying to, because I mean, just to go back to the beginning, you said that XRP is going to have gold or is is like gold? It's not, I mean, like, so I asked you a question the other night. I said, if, if you had your most ideal monetary system, right, it would mm-hmm. be, I mean, what would that be? If you don't mind me, if I'm answering you now, what would that be? The most ideal monetary system would be a variety of monetary mediums, not centrally controlled by any one entity, but a, but allow, but something that the people can choose. So if there's a government entity at the top, they give people choice, which makes it so that they can't control the sing, they can't be the single source of whatever it is giving them complete control to manipulate, you know, the price of it, elasticity of it, and all the stuff like that. So I take some gold and silver. I take food in one basket. I take other things over here, even some basket of digital assets over here. So a variety of things just so that we can't be pigeonholed into one, only one, like the CBDC that's coming. Right, right. But how would you track, how would you be able to track commodities? How would you track commodities? We can't track. Right. I I think there's definitely some some, some valid uh, blockchain type projects that offers the transparency side of things on the ledger, i.e. I'm thinking of one V-Chain yeah. comes to one mind for the uh, logistics side of things. So there's ways of being able to track things. But once again, the people who created that, they can be easily compromised and therefore taint the code and you know twist the consensus. So trust is the biggest issue with anything moving forward. And unfortunately, in this current government I, model, we can't trust much of nothing or nobody. I agree. I agree 100%. But it's. I mean, it's. It's almost like we're in a, uh, a lose-lose situation there, right? If we can never trust anybody, but the only way that we can have a good monetary system is that we need to trust somebody. Right. It just doesn't seem like it's gonna. You know what I mean? Right. So, I understand. Um. One, one, one more thing I was gonna say. Um. I don't. XRP is not a currency. I just. I just. I just get frustrated when people say that it's not a currency. Mm-hmm. Right. It's a network. Okay. X, uh, XL. Uh, the, the ledger is a network. Right. XLM is a network. Right. Right. And then it's decentralized in the sense that it's. It's just a bottom layer. Mm-hmm. Meaning, you know, it, it's going to have things built on top of it, which right. centralizes it because it takes away the central uh, uh, strength of it. Correct? Right. If I'm, am I wrong? Um, I, I believe you're but, in the ballpark. You know, I just get, what's that? No, so I, I, you know, so it sounds like you're familiar with some things. So go ahead and have at it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, uh, um, I just, I, I love the precious metals, and I get frustrated when, when it's like you get to pick or choose, mm-hmm. and you know. If we keep saying this thing's a digital currency or a cryptocurrency, like crypto, that's that's like Luciferian itself. It's like cryptic, you know. It's like, <laughs> it's like uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. So it's like it's like all we see right now is fud from the mainstream media. All they want to do is just dis- to distract us and to keep us away from uh, the actual good things 
that are, are coming to us in this world. Right. And if they can make XRP seem like it's a digital currency, which it's not, it's just a simple bridge. It's a bridge asset for a commodity. Right. right. So, um, you know, I just, I just, I just, I don't, I, I respect everything you say. And it's just like, I get mm -hmm. frustrated because it's like, it's not a currency. Right. Right. And you talk about digital dollars. Like, what do we have right now? It's the digital. Right now a hundred percent. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so, uh, one more thing. Yeah, um, go ahead. Two more things. So one more thing. Let me get, let me get one. Um, if, let me get I one. If you're mad, I, I missed some calls. Let me get a couple more people in, but go ahead. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I look at the market right now and everything that is inflated is going to get crushed. Right. Mm -hmm. So Bitcoin, housing market, tech stocks, everything that's inflated, that has any leverage in there that, or that has any funny money in there, basically, yeah. it's going to get crushed. Right. And uh, I look at gold, silver, XRP, XLM. They all stayed pretty pretty consistent mm -hmm. with this whole inflation process, which is a good sign for me. Hey. Uh, but one more thing. Nope. Yeah, um, my credit cards, I still don't have, my credit cards still got wiped. I ha I still have no balance for my credit cards uh, in, my, in my account right now. I don't know why. Yeah. I, I, you call, you call somebody and talk to somebody? Why would I do that? <laughs> I mean, so so you're not mad. So basically, you got a zero balance. Is what you're saying? Exactly. The balance you owe is wiped away. In my bank account. But your it's, your, it's but your money is still in your bank account. Yes, all okay. my all my money, all my cash is still in the bank account. Maybe I had, I had four accounts. One was a checking, savings, yeah, and then two credit cards, yeah, and they're both gone. Hey, maybe and you went through it, a, a they gave you a gave you a debt jubilee like they did in Canada. I think about two three years ago, they wiped everybody in the. Eastern Eastern Canadian Hemisphere, they wiped them all clean and canceled their account. So, you know, because it's it's Shout it's currency is not really there, they can do that. So, but hey man. Shout out to LBP because I haven't paid my credit cards in a year. <laughs> hey so, man, appreciate you, man. So shout out to LBP. Good deal. Have a good one. Yeah. Hello, caller. What's name? Where you calling from? Yeah. Hey, this is Eric. Eric, uh, what's going on, man? Hey, good, good. Uh, I was just, uh, you know, I'm into the word, and I thought you'd find of interest uh, Revelation 6-6. I'm sure you've heard it, but I think uh, it's relevant to today. Okay. Uh, says, uh, let's find a good uh, translation. I heard something like a voice in the center of the four living creatures. This is in heaven. Mm. A quart of wheat for a denarius, and mm -hmm. three quarts of barley for a denarius. Mm -hmm. Do not damage the oil and the wine. And uh, we know that that measurement is a day's wage. Mm. So saying a day's wage for a quart of wheat. Yeah. And uh, that's kind of where we're heading today. And uh, so it wouldn't be a bad idea to stock up on food because uh, I always say you can't eat cash, you can't eat gold, you can't eat stocks, but you can eat the food stock you, you store up in your house right? Uh, or pantry. So uh, and there's one last thing, uh, yeah. Revelation. Uh, let's see, Revelation... 11.8 identifies mm -hmm. the harlot, the great city. It says uh, the two witnesses were killed and laying in the street mm -hmm. of uh, the great city, which is called spiritual Sodom and Egypt. Mm -hmm. So the key word is the great city, because later in Revelation 17, it says the great city is the woman who was reigning over the kings of the earth. Right. And then in, in verse 5 of that same chapter, 17, it's saying that's the woman, Babylon, riding the kings of uh, the earth. So mm. I think that's something to ponder. And I think it puts things in perspective from a, a larger heavenly angle. Yeah. Where, uh, we're giving insight into what's going on. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, that's, you, it's basically building the temple. That's what the Masons are all about. Yeah. Rebuilding that temple to bring all the the crowd the, the nations around to worship yeah 
Definitely. And just like it was in Babylon when they were all worshiping and it confused the tongues to split them up from destroying themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened in Jerusalem when the, uh, the Holy Spirit was poured out and they were talking in tongues to <laughs> go out to the nations to spread the gospel. Yeah. So God reversed that. <laughs> hey, and, uh, it's coming back to a head when the Antichrist will rule. Yeah. And uh, so that's interesting. And there's an old article that said uh, Rothschild was setting up the Jerusalem to be king. This was like a, mm-hmm. an old Baptist newspaper that came yeah. out about a hundred years ago. Right. Uh, it was originally called the uh, Columbian Star, mm-hmm. which is Masonic. Now watch this. And, uh, if you come across that, if you, got, if you got a copy of it or a screenshot or a copy of it, you know, shoot me an email. Man, yeah. I would definitely love to touch on that because I found some things yeah. when I dive in older literature from articles. And once you find it once, I think the algorithms, you know, take note and then it's gone the next day type of thing. So they put out a lot of stuff, assuming most people won't come across it. But when you do, especially if you visit a page a couple of times, the algorithms catch note and it's white. So, yeah. Uh, Hey, man. No, I had it saved and I was sending to my dad screenshots of it uh, because, uh, yeah, it was actually, uh, I don't know if people know, but a lot of the um, Southern Baptist church Mm -hmm. and stuff was very Masonic. And uh, that's what this um, newspaper was, a Baptist newspaper founded by. Uh, a famous Baptist at the time who founded George uh, Washington University, mm-hmm. and they were getting into it and showed that he was a Mason, that their yeah. newspaper, uh, that the guy Luke, uh, no, Lucas Rice or something like that, I forget yeah. his name. But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll send you the oh, yeah, Please do. Appreciate you, man. Interesting. Thank you. Thanks yeah, for calling absolutely. in, man. Uh, you too. Be good. Yeah, good stuff, man. Good stuff, good stuff. All right, let's keep it moving, man. What's going on? What other subjects are worth touching on? Let your voice be heard. Give me a call. Let's try to get some more calls in. And for the sake of time, let's try to get uh, something quick and sweet to the point so we can get as many people in as possible. Just want to make sure I want to make sure everybody get a chance to uh, let the voice be heard. Um, What else we got going on here? I got some more subjects worth touching on, but I'd rather let you guys have at it. So based upon what you guys are seeing, how do you guys think this... uh, World Health Organization uh, desire to grab all power and remove sovereign rights of countries. How do you think? Because I don't hear not a single politician in this country talking about it as if like they know nothing about it. So the next question should be is how do we let our opinions known to, to our rep, so-called representatives to stop this nonsense? Because the clock is ticking and it's good to say barring some type of event it's going to go through and we won't have any say to it. Then it's all hell will break loose. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Hey, Mike, it's a little blood pressure. Corpus Christi. Shout out to that credit card. <laughs> yeah, man. What's going on with you, though? <laughs> Oh man, that guy, that guy did good, man. I gotta get tell. I gotta find out his bank. I gotta go bank at his bank. <laughs> oh man, yeah. What's up, man? How you? How you feeling, man? Good, good. Look, 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 Mike. Mm-hmm. I listened to. I don't know if you know Hugo Salinas Price. He's a Mexican billionaire, mm-hmm. owner and creator of Electra, the the, the 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 stores. You know. Yeah. Okay, he, he, I heard an interview he did a while back, mm-hmm. but it's all in Spanish, Mike. You can't find it in English, and they don't translate them. Yeah. Look, Mike, I this thing just rocked my world, what, what he said. What is the, that? The, the, he was talking about, you know, he's, he has a book. He talks about, like, you know, uh, hard money and all that. He's like the Mexican Ron Paul. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> so, so, so the interviewer asked him, look, 
uh, she he goes, look, this is what what we do. Uh, Mexico sends America all their goods, and mm-hmm. then we send them worthless, and they send us worthless papers. You yeah. know the Mexican perspective. And he says, and when we try to send the dollars back to the United States, mm-hmm. they don't even want them. This is what he said. Really? He said the interviewer, and he asked him, "What do you think about that?" And look, this guy is like richer than Donald Trump. Donald Trump is like living in the ghetto compared to this guy. Right. Right. So anyway, he told the interviewer, "Sir." These are topics that are a little too politically dangerous for me to talk about. I can't talk about that. Imagine that. This guy, he's like untouchable. He's like the Elon Musk of Mexico, you know? Yeah. And he can't even talk about that. Just It's just insane to me, Mike. Yeah, uh, I don't doubt it. I want to say I heard his son, uh, when he was being interviewed by Max Kaiser, because Max Kaiser tried to throw him a uh, question similar to that, and it got to a point where he went the politically correct route by saying saying something nice on the surface, didn't want to dive deep just because he know more than he's able to say. So it's good to say all the billionaires that's been allowed to profit o- off this transition over the last two years in particular, they knew ahead of time to make sure they sold some of their shares in their companies to get liquid just because it's going to be a major fire sale coming. And they can't talk about it because they're profiting off of it as well. So. Uh, you know, it, it's good to say that he's become richer over the last two years than he did than he did in his prior twenty years of thirty years of of whatever he was into family business wise because he knows what's going on and can't say. Or, you know, if he didn't, if he did say something, he, as you mentioned, he probably wouldn't be here much longer because that'll mess up the plan. So, um, uh, uh, another 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 quick thing, man. Yeah. Look, he went when Hugo Chavez was running Venezuela. Mm-hmm. He went over there with 500 ounces of silver to give to Hugo Chavez as a gift mm-hmm. so he could understand the monetary system and yeah. go ahead and trade and use it. And he rejected him. He would not meet with him. He didn't talk to him and anything. So he was trying to introduce him to sound money and he they didn't want nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. And and he was saying also when he tried to come back to America, yeah. the customs in Venezuela was trying to keep it silver. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder how much he was. I wonder how much he was carrying. That's a big question. I was like, because assuming when he had a couple of monster boxes, you think he had something light for sure because he's traveling with it. Yeah, it was just one. It was a five hundred ounces. Yeah, like single coins. Yeah, like, but he had a minted to teach this buffoon about it. But you know, the, he, he's in the, he's in the pocket of the central bank, so yeah. he don't care. You know. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, but appreciate you calling, man. Thanks for keeping us updated. All right, Mike. Be good. All right, Mike. Thank yeah. you for taking my call. Yeah, good stuff, man. Uh, yeah, everybody who's a part of this transition, they are aware of what's really going on. They can't speak about it because if they did, they would miss out on the opportunity to preserve their life's legacy for their family moving forward. So, like, last thing you want to do is have your fa- entire family line and, you know, broken or impoverished or taken out altogether because you decided to not play along. So that's how sick and twisted this stuff is, I believe. Uh, hello, Carlos. Where are we calling from? Hi, Mike. This is Coolest White Dude from Yashka, Yashima, Mexico. Just wanted to uh, talk a little bit about Hugo Salinas Price, or Hero Salinas Price, as I call him. Yeah. Uh, a couple of years ago, he wrote two letters to President Trumpster, whose yeah. wealth is built in paper. Yeah. And telling him that Mexico is moving forward with the monetization of silver. Yeah. 
uh, President Kunster never responded to this billionaire who has real assets, gold and silver. Yeah. Uh, to his letter. Right. Now, this issue has died in the Mexican Congress. Mm-hmm. However, and he's given up on it. However, he did say the treasurer of Mexico could monetize silver by saying to the Mexicans to pay their taxes in silver, which is what I plan on doing here in Yashkaba. Yeah. Probably won't go over too well. But, uh, yeah, he hasn't been doing many interviews, and uh, I track him quite a bit Yeah, uh, down here in Mexico and in the United States because uh, he's a hard-money advocate like yeah. you and I. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Uh, I actually have on the screen right here the actual letter that Hugo Salinas probably sent to Trump because I talked about it was a couple of years ago. So I posted it on my website, 2008, November 28, 29, 2018. So I posted it here and I'll put it in the chat if people want to check, check it out. But I thought it was interesting, but I knew it fell on deaf ears just because I think it's more so Hugo trying to test Trump to see if he's really like, you know, anti deep state or if he's just playing the game. And because nothing on the surface came out about it, my suspicion is that, you know, he was just trying to give him a heads up to see where he stood. But eh, as of right now, um, nothing has changed. So I'm not one of those guys that say the good guys in white hats are working behind the scenes and they're, you know, any minute now they're going to come from behind the closet and come on now. <laughs> the World Health Organization is trying to remove government board boundaries, taking us towards a one world government. And it's a white hat's going to come. Come on. Anyway, go ahead. That's correct. Uh, one of his last interviews where he said he gave up on the monetization of silver, and, and that's a shame. Mm-hmm. A billionaire can't even be heard. But uh, he's actually, I, I believe he was born in Pennsylvania in the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one last thing I wanted to mention about him. Oh, he said this. The Mexican Central Bank is not Mexican. Oh, it's no doubt. European. No doubt. Yeah, so 100%. things don't control this. It's, it's a big club, me ain't in it. Yeah. And we need to take these people down in every way. And that's buying, buying you know, gold, silver, taking your money out of the bank, using your credit cards to buy gold and silver, and not paying the bastards, banksters back. <laughs> banksters, bastards. Hey, man, appreciate you for calling, my friend. Thank you. Yeah, be good. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's the case, man. Like, you know, that's just that's real talk there, man. We know that uh, it's just amazing how over the last hundred years since the uh, passage of the Federal Reserve Act by Woodrow Wilson to this point, every administration, every single one has gone along with the agenda of, uh, you know, making sure that we got to this point successfully to where there will be they, they basically drained the purchasing power and the ability for citizens to sustain themselves in this current monetary paradigm so that they can transition us, transition us into the next, which of course has to do with technology. The technology was not available then, but it is now blockchain, digital ledger, all that good stuff there that uh, a lot of people are excited about thinking that there's freedom in computer code. If computer code is used for evil, it's enslavement digitally. If it's used for good, it provides options. But once again, the way that it's going to be used has nothing to do with providing inclusion, freedom, nothing like that. It's not happening. And I don't be—I don't mean it would be a buzzkill, but once again, I think it's just, you know, false hope and computer code thinking that <laughs> SHA-256 won't be broken. <laughs> 
once the AI algorithm, robotics programs, quantum, whatever, that's probably already out there. Like no doubt, I, I talked about last summer how there, I think Saudi Arabia, Russia, China, and the US, those four nations, maybe one or two more, they have artificial intelligence type algorithm, software, whatever, powered by quantum, whatever, giving it a form of, of life type of thing, like a digital life through the internet. Every The internet is a bloodline for this one world government is heading, we're heading into. And so they're battling based upon information I shared last year article, last year video from something I heard from a quantum computer scientist as, as to what he saw, what he was a part of when he got a chance to examine and test and speak with these programs. And I think the the Sophia, Sophia, Sophie, one of the, the the female, the one that Will Smith kissed in the, one of his videos, that is just a front. That's just a face, a nice go lucky. That's introduced to, to the people to smile and laugh, laugh, smile, laugh, and giggle. But the operating system to that little entity there is is way powerful than we're aware of. So that that stuff is out there, is available. And according to him, there's a a, a race of those four entities, those four powers. The AIs are battling each other type of thing. And the government here in the U.S. is consulting our own quantum AI computer or whatever. So it's, it's real deep. But once again, conspiracy, factual, whatever. Take it for what it's worth. But we know at some point the goal is to replace humanity and merge it with robotics. Anyway, I'm rambling too much. Hello, caller. What's your name? We call it from? Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. Hey, this is Eric. And I had to call back. Uh, I forgot to... Give you information about uh on revelation 11 8 it says that the two bodies where they were killed uh in sodom and egypt spiritually called sodom and egypt it was where their lord was crucified so that identifies mm. Jerusalem that at the end of the world is controlling the earth yeah but, uh, i wanted to mention i'm glad you brought up sophia because in hebrew that means that the the name of the shekinah that's the glory that was in the holy of holies mm-hmm. it's wisdom it's the hakma in mm-hmm. hebrew right that translates uh to wisdom Mm, that's the wisdom of God. It's basically, it's the feminine aspect of God mm-hmm. uh, that the, the the body of Christ receives, and they're the wife of God. Right. They become one, just like Adam and Eve became one flesh. They become one in spirit in marriage. But let me tell you, that Sophia bot that you mm. mentioned mm-hmm. that has citizenship in uh, Saudi, Arabia. Saudi Arabia, right, right, next door. right. And, uh, it's interesting because the the, uh, the image at the end of the age that they place in the temple, mm-hmm. it comes to life and speaks. I'm thinking it's probably going to be, uh, uh, a, a, you know, what, how you say, it? say uh, like a, a copycat or, a, um, of what God is doing. And so they're using their AI as their God. And I did a video on this in 2016, mm-hmm. identifying all this because there was actually an important report that came out that says that the government was going to do all of this and merge everybody's minds together and have like telepathy, which they're already doing. They can't right. read your minds and thoughts. And uh, <laughs> there's a lot of spooks and doing stuff like that. When you right. catch on to this and you start identifying it, you start becoming a target. And I know a lot about that. I'm not yeah. getting to it. But uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I have a video. It's actually called uh, 2016 that gives that article that mm-hmm. came out from the uh, um, the government. Um, and it's, uh, what do you call it? It's called uh, Robot Sex in the Holy Place. And so that's what all this transgenderism mm. is about. I talked about that in 216. Transgenderism is just the stepping stone to transhumanism yeah. because they want to merge you. And that's basically what happens when you receive the uh, the, the spirit of God. You become one. Mm-hmm. And that's what the hand sign with that you see Spot do. Mm-hmm. That's the, the, uh, the priestly hand sign they give when they say the, the Shema prayer. 
where you become one with God. Yeah. But see, they have the mind meld. They're kind of introducing that into the science fiction realm so that the secular crowd would get into all of this eventually. And that's what this transhumanism is part of. It's their transition into this global uh, unity. Right. He's going to be around this Antichrist with his AI uh, system, and we're all going to tr- be plugged in. Mm. <laughs> so it goes on and on. But yeah, check out that video for 2016. Uh, I could, if I, I, I probably only change a few things on yeah. there because it's well, it to, so long. I've s- shoot it to before. me. Shoot it to me on Twitter or email, and I'll definitely repost it so people can get a chance to look at it. Yeah. Appreciate yeah, you, man. I found that news article. And I'll send you that too. Back, right, good good deal. Bye. Be good. Yeah, appreciate you, man. So, yeah, if you got some articles, some insight, you know, definitely send it to me. I'll, you know, pass it forward, man. But here's that Sophia robot here. And uh, based upon that video I was talking about from last year, the person who interacted with this entity here, uh, it was real disturbing to see how how intellectual it is. Because think about this. These things is plugged into the Internet. It's every cell phone, every computer, everything is plugged to the Internet. It's, it's able to access it in real time. So imagine taking in quadrillions or whatever i'm not even sure what the highest number beyond that amounts of data taking it processing it doing whatever it happens with it and then formulating hypotheses and thoughts and predictions for humanity like that's some spooky stuff like so i i definitely see how the antichrist that as it as it becomes more evident how it could be the merger of technology mixed with mankind you sprinkle a little bit of demonic presence in between all that you put it together I can see how, you know, man can be deceived because we're, we're told that we're going to see some very miraculous, miraculous things. And if it wasn't for spiritual discernment and actually a, a definitely a close relationship with the Lord, you stand to be led astray. So once again, you know, you, you can't help but talk about spiritual matters that goes beyond religion, especially when you're seeing what's happening in the EU with them trying to remove govern sovereign borders from nations to consolidate power into one particular entity where did that come from where, what other book did you get that information from other than uh, the good book that's just my rant man yeah because people love talking about you know stay away from religion but like you know your belief system goes much deeper than just something from yesteryears it's your future hello caller what's name we call it from mike steve people region nine steve hey, what's going on man brother. How you doing, boss? Hey, man, to what you're saying, bro. <laughs> um, hey, I dropped the three, uh, one article and two videos to you, if, if, if you can put those into the queue for you. Um, good deal, good deal. Uh, Go ahead, I got, the, I, got the, I got the Russian one now. The Russian one, playing God? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Inside I, Russia's I, I, horror, human hum, 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 Z. Experiment with saw apes incinerated with human sperm. Okay. Uh, I don't need that yeah, long. So, so that was, <laughs> yeah, so all of those, yeah, you know what I mean? Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah mix, mixing <laughs> mixing the, uh, the humans and animals and aliens, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, all of that stuff going on. But at the end of the day, it, it, it's going to come down to number one, the churches are going to have to step up. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to do that. Um, yeah, because they don't want to lose their tax exempt status. Right. Uh, the, the clergy response team; those are the same people who are going to be turning you over to the uh, to the gulag mm. uh, down the road because right. they don't want to lose their uh, yeah, tax exempt status. Yeah, as if. Go ahead. No, go go ahead. I'm leaving alone. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, cl- 
clergy clergy response team. That, that's, they, they've already been picked out, hand selected who they are. They, they, mm-hmm. they know who they are. Right. They know who they are. But anyway, at the end of the day, it comes down to it is spiritual, and you can't outthink Satan. You can't do it. Right. Uh, he 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 rebelled against God, and his job is to do nothing but keep everyone away from Jesus mm-hmm. by any means necessary, and to take you out. Right. That's that's his job. Right. So Jesus Jesus is the only solution to all of this. Period. Right. Everybody thinking we're gonna get raptured out of here? Nope. Check those twelve apostles. I don't think <laughs> one of them. <laughs> They, they all died as martyrs for their belief system. So if they weren't spared, I wouldn't necessarily be counting on being rescued as well. So, you know, roll up your sleeves, get ready to get dirty, man. And that's that's the true test of your faith. That are you willing to lay it down for it? You know, and that's where I, it takes. Uh, I got to grow. I got to grow stronger in my faith. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm, I'm practicing. I'm working on it. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I mean, I, I believe, I believe back in the day, that mm-hmm. we'd be raptured out of here, we'd be taken out. Just, yeah, we're gone. We don't have to deal with any of that. But if, if you, if you look clearly down the road mm-hmm. uh, in Revelation and some of these other books, Daniel, etc. Yeah, uh, who is the Antichrist warring against? He's warring against the saints, right? Etc. So, so everybody. Thinking that they're going to be raptured out of here, um, there, there, was one, there was one preacher who, who said, "Your rapture could happen any day." So, so instead of so instead of being worried about a pre a pre mid or post, post, yeah, be ready, yeah, be ready every day because your rapture could be getting hit by a bus. Right. Right. <laughs> so. so yeah. any, any any minute now. Any any minute now. Anybody can be Any gone. Minute. That's why, I, you know, the more that like the more that death is just around us, the more I hone in on the fact that any minute could be my last. So let me try to get to work <laughs> because uh, I have to, you know, I have to start depositing some fruit that lasts if an eternity's sake, as far as the treasure in heaven is concerned. So I got to grind harder, man. So I got to help reach more people as best I can with the good news. So, but hey, that's where that's where we're heading, man. No doubt, and you're, you're doing a good job. Appreciate you. it, so, man. You know, keep doing what you're doing. Uh, but yeah, yeah, everybody just needs to go back to that Matthew chapter four. Yeah, uh, that face, that face-to-face encounter with Jesus mm-hmm. and the ruler of this world. Yeah. Face-to-face, mano y mano. <laughs> Jesus told him to go kick rocks. Right. <laughs> pretty, pretty much. Go kick rocks. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I, I don't even. <laughs> yeah, anyway, hey, I, I appreciate would, you, man. Here, man. For sure. Appreciate I'm you, man. Be good. Uh, yeah, good stuff, man. And so while Steve was talking, I just pulled up some things that came to my mind real quick. And, you know, just so in this life right now, what we, what you know, believe it or not, you're going to believe. You believe in something. Not whether or not you want to hone in onto a particular pathway to choose your belief system or another thing, but. Uh, it just makes it so much easier to understand things as you witness things around you implode because the answers was already there in front of us. The problem and the solution has always, always been there and it may not happen in this life. And that's why I think people don't consider the fact that of course we're, you know, we're going up, going up against evil. We win in the end, we still inherit the earth and 
the end goal, the end prize is a renewed body on a new earth or in a new environment. In particular, what, what, what comes first before, you know, eternity's sake is the millennial reign of which will be on this same sphere. It, it will look different, it might be different, but so that's ultimately like, you know, the, the, the grand prize to this. So everything in between is just, you know, we're, we're putting in work. You know, once you're a believer in Christ, you know, then you're then called, you're called to do something, not just enjoy life, live back, be married, be happy. And that's it. You got to do some work. And that's where I think, you know, depending on where everyone's at in a spiritual walk, you know, what time, what better time is there to do some work than right now? <laughs> and so anyway, I'm going to part off with this right here, but this is uh, Luke nine. And this, let me just try to zoom in a little bit. Uh, Jesus predicts his death goes down here. Then he said to all of them, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. So once again, take that word for whatever it is to you. But I look at it as like, you know, a lifestyle change which means that you no longer do things for yourself solely. You do them for him. If you're a disciple. And I think every believer would like to call themselves a disciple, but you know, are you denying yourself? And that's another whole topic there, but you know, taking up your cross and following on him requires self-sacrifice and everything else in between. It says for whoever wants to save their life will lose it. So trying to hold back and be this good guy that don't want no trouble. You don't want to ruffle no feathers. You're going to keep your faith in the closet. Uh, you're trying to save your life. It looks like you don't want to be called out or be put out or be shamed or be criticized. And he tells you persecution comes with saying that you are part of who his party. If you in his entourage, you're going to be persecuted. But a lot of people don't want that. I, you know, I understand because I, I, I'm trying to condition myself to be willing to accept that. But whoever loses their life will save it. What good is it? to gain the whole world and lose your or forfeit your very self. So, um, but yet everybody's at a different point in life. And that's why, you know, for those that's tuned in here, I'm definitely, I cannot avoid this subject matter because it's the most important subject of my life. I mean, it's, it, it's, I can't, I'd be lying to you. I wouldn't be real if I did not talk about this stuff because this is, you know, what I try to build my life on as best I can. And I, I fall, I fall short, but I do get back up. Thank God. Anyway, so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to talk more about kingdom economics because the Lord has given me some 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 passion to talk about, you know, understanding the economics and the financial realm from a kingdom standpoint. And I got a lot of things I want to share and uh, in reference to, to parallel life now. And once you are able to distinguish between the two, it makes it that much more exciting for what's coming, you know whether it's in his life or next. That's where it's like, you know, you got to be willing to, you know, to, to accept that it's not about this life. Like I remember, I think it was in Hebrews uh, chapter 11, if I'm not mistaken, talking about the patriarchs, how they lived as foreigners in another land, knowing that the promised land was not where they were at. It was something to come and it wasn't in this life. Paraphrasing a sense. But anyway, I'm gonna ramble too much, but I'm not. Anyway, let's get it dial back. As always, I thank everybody for being a part of the community, blessing us. If you enjoyed this, click the thumbs up button. And then the most important thing is to get this information into the hands of others. The best way to, you know, even if you're not one of the type of people who love to, you know, you know, share your faith with other people, put me in front of them, send this video to them. Let this, you know, guy from Detroit ramble to him. You know what I'm saying? I don't mind. You know, I get him on the phone, on the phone. like some of my most. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm gonna go on a rant. Anyway, I'm not going on a rant, but anyway, let's, let's lift up the good Lord. Let's lift up the King right now. We need a new governance model. Democracy has failed. It's been hijacked. So I'll start off early for those that were stuck around talking about how we're talking about the symptoms. 
currency, gold, crypto. You know, I'm, I was watching some, you know, like Jeff Booth, and, you know, what is Bitcoin conference? People, you know, what is it? So I watch all this stuff. And then people are sitting up there talking about how to solve the world problems with Bitcoin. I'm thinking like, I'm like, what are you, what are you talking about? Like <laughs> the same people who are running the system, they're rewriting the rules for them. Like, what are you, you're still on the same planet. You're still in the same country. The, it, the rules remain the same. I'm like, you have to change the government structure. And you have to, you know, basically re- re- address the problems we have in politics, the problems we have with a lack of leadership, a lack of morale, a lack of character, a lack of integrity. That is how you bring change to all the other things, the moral standards, the money, the financial structure. I mean, so until we are able to address the under the problem, which is the governance model, we won't have any change whatsoever. You can get all the gold, silver you want. They're going to change the rules, tax the hell out of it. You know, so it's like we need to talk more about government. And then it's only one supreme government. And it happens to come in a form that requires faith. It's no other way. Like the perfect model for a ideal government has to be centered around something that is trusted, true, tried and tested. And it only comes through the moral fabric of righteousness through an individual that's been presented through us in this legal documentation called the Bible. It's the Bible to the religious folks, but to me, it's a constitution for it's my it's my birthright inheritance instruction manual for my reward now and in the future. So I'm going to get into a lot of that stuff because it really excites me to talk about it and uh, just go from there. So uh, if you're down for the journey, definitely stick around. You're going to get uh, get a little bit of more of that. But anyway, I'm done. I'm not going to rant no more because you know how I do it. I'm going to shut my mouth, but I'm going to lift up the king right now. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity to connect right now as a community. Lord, we just thank you for your goodness. Every day that we're able to turn on this TV and sit in front of a cone, a hand or whatever, and talk about your name, lift up the name of Jesus Christ. Ah, man, I'm sure it's just so much excitement in heaven right now, Lord, and help us to be faithful. Help us to be committed to what you desire for us to do in our lives for your glory. Father, help every thought, every word, everything we say, bring you glory and honor. Help us, Father, to be more like you. We need you now the more than ever. And Lord, we just I just trust that I know that you're going to do great things because, hey, this is all about you. I mean, man, this is all about you. Anyway, Heavenly Father, we thank you and be great. Let your name be magnified. Amen. All right, people, that's all she wrote. Be blessed, be safe, and I will see you guys later. Peace.